Alrighty, guys, this is the Creekcast uh, COVID edition review of the uh, Geelong match. Um, yes, the COVID has finally caught me. I'm in day f- day five of my isolation. Um, yeah, it came down. Uh, it's, it's no joke, I tell you. I, I yeah, do not recommend it. I'm um, triple vaxxed and all that stuff. I'm glad I am because you know, you know, I don't know how rough it would be without it. Um, but it's, And I certainly believe it's helped me avoid it for as long as it, I did. Then my wife got it and obviously you, know, you, you sleep in the same bed and all that stuff, you probably have a pretty good chance of catching it just with, the, I assume, just an overload of it. Um, but yeah, it caught me. That's why I didn't get a preview done last week because I was going to do one Thursday night last week. Um, and it was about 4 p.m. Thursday. I first got the inkling of maybe just a touch of soreness in my throat. And from there, it comes on really quickly. It was about by 9 p.m. that night, I was feeling like shit. So, you know, five hours later, after the first little inkling, you know, midday fr- Thursday, I was feeling fantastic. But uh, yeah, it came on quick. And yeah, Friday, when I got my PCR test, I was feeling shit all day Friday. So I was obviously at home. And then, yeah, Saturday morning, it came through as positive. So, um, and yeah, it was, so it was six hours after I got the results was when Port were playing. So, Watched the game in the, you know, with the COVID and, you know, Saturday through maybe Monday, I was feeling like absolute shit. Just a fever sweats, like hot and cold, cough, headache, all that stuff. Just rough. Um, so um, I'm feeling better now, but not uh, still with a cough. I probably if a little tickle comes through. I, say, I probably sound like a little rough. Um, I'm still a bit headachy and a little bit achy, like just, just general fatigue and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I haven't watched the match back. Um and I watched it with COVID. I was, I was key. I was pretty. I was pretty obviously cognizant of it. It was just I felt like shit. So it's kind of a little bit um, hazy in some sense. But I've got a lot of kind of the feelings of what I thought from the match. I still and so this will be a quick review. I think I don't know how to have the energy or just the just to go on for forty minutes. But we'll see. It'll just be what it'll be. Um, and uh, I apologize if I'm a little bit um, off off the you know off my usual standard. But I don't know if my usual standard is that high. So I might just sound normal. <laughs> maybe 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 COVID just levels the playing field for me. Um yeah. Uh, but yeah it's um yeah before I start I just it's, I'm recording this Wednesday morning here. Um it's finally the time that I thought I could get through a through a podcast without coughing my guts up too much. Um but yeah it's obvious I just I don't want to get into this too much because it's you come here for footy talk and stuff. But um just wanted to put my thoughts and feelings out there and just stand with the uh, we've got a few wonderful US fans and people that um, talk with us regularly um, talk with me regularly um, good people um, good people that believe in the <laughs> believe in good things um, for the world and uh, unfortunately they're dealing with an absolute heartbreaking situation with the another senseless and, and avoidable um, shooting in the US so I just uh, won't get into anything more than that I think you can probably gather my feelings of where it should go from there um, with based on how I said that it's, it is avoidable and there are things that can change but um, without getting into it too much I just wanted to say um, my heart is very really much with you I know it, even if you're not personally involved it still hurts it hurts you because you know that it's just it's just a horrible situation and it's um and as humans we don't we, we just don't want to see these things happening so it's um yeah my heart and thoughts are with you and just um you know hold your loved ones tight and as I said to someone in a, a personal message um, when talking about it, just, um, yeah, always let love win. I know it's a tough time, um, but just keep loving your heart and, and hold your loved ones close and just and that's all you can do and, um, and, and, and vote for a better future as well. So, yeah, um, without further ado, we'll get into reviewing um, the COVID cattery, as I call it, because it's just a, it was a weird day for me watching that game. Um, yeah, we went down to Geelong with a little bit of pep in our step, I guess, um, we, four on the bounce and some good wins in there and 
and there's some, some semblance of a game plan that we uh, we thought we had. And it's going down to the category after four wins on the bounce and a few decent wins in there. You know, St Kilda are having a pretty good season. The Dogs are up and down, but they were a grand finalist last year. So there were a couple of good wins along with a couple of very comfortable wins, which you need them as well to build a season. You need your comfortable, you know, 60-point shellackings to build that um, Build that percentage as well as just to prove that, you know, good teams beat bad teams well. So that, that does help. That's a that's a resume builder in a way. Um, but we go down to the Cattery, um, the place we haven't won since 2007. Um, the last good win of 2007. And we won't, <laughs> won't talk much more about how, what, how the rest of that year went. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it's been a long time between drinks down there. I was down there the last time we played down there in 2017 with Charlie Dixon getting called to... Um, play on and all that stuff which um yeah i think uh, unfortunately i think he was he should he that was probably adjudicated right i know at the time i was sitting there in, in the stands at, at kidney park and punched the wall next to me thinking it was some injustice but uh it was dumbfounding injustice as usual but uh yeah it was a close match that one i was hoping that at the very least for more of the same in this one um as far as i wanted us to win but i thought it was just a competitive that was a good game like we were competitive down there um, and had every chance to win that one. I probably should have. We had a ch- couple of chances, including that Charlie Dixon goal, to get us more than a goal ahead in that one. And I think very soon after that, we went down, and um, I think it was Dangerfield crumb one out of the pack, and they won by four or five points. Um, so a kind of a game like that, that with maybe just going the result going the other way, maybe winning by 20 or 30 points. Um, I was hoping if I'd done a preview, I was probably going to pick around maybe a 24-point win would be nice. I just thought we had the capability to hopefully overrun them, but um, unfortunately it went the other way. Uh, a good first half um, for our Port Boys. A, de- well, a decent first half. I think the second quarter was good. We had one good quarter. Uh, the first quarter was a very kind of like the early rounds of a boxing match. We are filling each other out. Not too many goals. They had chances, though. They really had chances, and they just kicked a few points, and we, we were just more accurate in that sense. Um, <clears throat> felt the game out, out a bit as we do, but we defended well enough to not, not let the damage be, uh, to mitigate the damage a little bit and not let them get too much on the board on us. And um, then that second quarter, we were able to c- come back at them and 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 get a get ourselves ahead a little bit at one point, um, and certainly had a couple of chances to kind of build like a twelve to you know fifteen point buffer that would have been handy at halftime to kind of just set up the second half a little bit. But unfortunately, you kind of have those situations like um, the uh, you know we were a couple of goals you know that that. Um, situation where it was uh Robbie Gray taking that that really good mark in the pocket and again just um or the goal near the goal square kind of in the pocket tightly on the on the boundary there um and he's having a great season again no no words need to be said about Robbie Gray and this miss isn't like he, he almost tucked it in he I and this is a completely unbiased point of view but if you hit two both posts 12 points I reckon because you're two posts times the six points that will go through the middle it's 12 points um no that's just covid brain talking no i do but you know it was, it was a close chance and you know the fact that he skimmed it off the inside of the post onto the other post shows that it was very close you know it's one of those um marginal things um but the what the problem with that goal that goal not being scored is that it was probably going to put us up by, i think 13 or 14 points at the time um and instead uh, I had actually just rebounded down the other end really quickly. And I think they got a goal near the end and 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 had a and had a sustained period of pressure at the end of the quarter that um that we only we went in up one point instead of up uh, uh by thirteen to fifteen points whatever it may have been ended up at the end um if we could have just held off like a, a couple of goal advantages I just think it might have helped a little bit more in that third quarter though if the third quarter is still going to go the way it was then obviously it's just it just lessens the amount that we're down um. Yeah, probably a 15-minute period in that second quarter that we were really good. They got back on top in the last bit of that quarter and kind of just rested the momentum back. And unfortunately, that's just how the game went from there. We just didn't fire much of a shot in the second half. We kicked uh, two goals, 
two goals two after half time. That's just that's just horrific stuff. It was one goal, solitary goal in the third quarter compared to their five goals three. Um, so an incredible third quarter from them, and uh, just just horrible from us. One goal, one solitary goal, and then one goal two in the last quarter. Where in the last quarter they kicked two goals five, so they could have they could have really put the game away too if if not for a bit of um, you know. Um, uh, impotence in front of goal, but it was just, yeah, the second half was just a lot of what, and a lot of what was happening in the first half is what just really took over. They got kind of got a feel for the match where we were at, and I think they realized what, you know, the contested ball was already being lost pretty well. Um, and that that's really probably where I find the game the most frustrating um, in these kind of games, especially is uh, the contested ball is just really, we're just struggling in that area so often against um, equal or better opponents, I guess. Um, just not, not, just not getting, getting around it. It's just not happening for us. And, um, and I, I don't know where, I don't know if that's, it, it's, it's personnel, but it's also like, I don't look at the Cats team and think, oh, they've just got the, they, they do have like, you know, your dangers and your, your Selwoods and all that are obviously veterans and, and uh, they've got some good players. But it's not like, I don't think our players, we can win the contested ball. It's just we what we're doing. I don't know if it's how we're coached around the pack or how we're coached to play around the con- contest or or it's just effort things or what's going on. But to lose the contested ball by 20, not like it was in minus 29. We were, our season averages um, as ball clubs are actually very, very similar. 134.7 contested possessions um, is their average for the year. 134.3 for us. So, um, I mean, that might might have been worked out post this match, but it's still, it's, it's a very similar number um, that we can look to um, in this match as far as what the teams can do. But we were 121 for the match, a sub-13 off of our season, and obviously they, they were 150, so plus 16. Um, so, yeah, negative 29. And you're just never going to win down at the Cattery if you're neg, neg 29 Um on the contested ball, and that's just and and it's been something I think we've we haven't won the contested ball too often, even in our wins. I think there's been a few that we have, maybe the Kangaroos and West Coast, obviously, um, and without going back over them. I just my brain is the COVID fog is just um, ridiculous at the moment. So um, yeah, it's just it's um I can't think of it. I just I just remember when I've been doing this, I feel like we just even in some of the wins we've lost the contested ball, and the contested ball has been an issue. Um. And that's just, it's just, we're not going to win many more games for the season against the decent opposition if we don't sort out what's going on around the contest. We need to be harder in the contest. We need to, you know, and you, and you just see it like the, the it's a body language, it's a body language thing. You can just see the tenacity in the Geelong players where they're just, and the, and the way they set up behind the ball too, they were just set up once, once they got locked in their kind of forward half, it was very hard to break through. Um, and we even pretty slowed down at times when we couldn't. And just a little bit of, um, invention and variety was missing uh, once the kind of game started going against us it's very hard to it could be hard to turn the tide but it just it just seems like a very uh, just a similar similar issues again to the past um, I, will, I will say it was um, great to see Todd Marshall again kicking some kicking well um, but otherwise it was it was just it was hard to get good entries inside 50 and I think it was in the third quarter when the game really started going against us you started seeing players Pulling kicks when they shouldn't and kicking into space kind of when the when the advantage to run onto a ball wasn't really there inside 50. It was just like the decision-making going entering 50 again became a little bit suspect. And it's just like when the game starts going against us, we start kind of losing our heads a little bit. and Which is a natural... It is a natural thing in sports. You get the pressure and all that stuff. But it's just like... 
we see ourselves as a good team and a team that can fight back from this kind of stuff. And the game wasn't going against us in the sense of getting smashed. Like we were ahead by a point at half time and then we were down by almost five goals at three quarter time. Like it's not like that three quarter time margin was going to be massive if we'd fired more of a shot in that third quarter, but we just lost our heads a little bit in a game that was still there to be won midway into that third quarter until they got to the, once they got to that five. And, but that the getting to that five goals ahead was due to us not doing letting the game get to us a little bit and not doing the right things. Um, obviously in the contest and all that, but then when we had our chances going inside 50, we just didn't do the right things there as well. So, um, yeah, again, it's just, yeah, the efficiency inside 50 number again was, um, it was down uh, 37.2. So we, and it was interesting, our disposal efficiency for the match was 76.3. So I had a pretty good disposal efficiency again, you know, three quarters of our disposals were, were and then theirs was as well. So, you know, just good disposal efficiency for both sides. But efficiency inside fifty, they were they were forty five percent, almost forty six percent, and we were like low thirty seven. So, you, when you're having a disposal efficiency number um, like the same as the other team, basically actually two point two percent more, no marginal, but you know it it's still the same number, and then there's such a discrepancy in the inside fifty. It kind of shows where the game was won and lost. You could say they were getting there, they were finding Cameron, they were finding Hawkins, and those are two pillars um you can't ask for a much better forward line than that at the moment two guys and they get the rub of the green from the umpires i'll absolutely admit that too they do get the, they do find the one-on-ones with cameron and and hawkins and they do win some free kicks that are soft um, but that's the the game is and it's like this is an umpire i'm not getting into the umpire thing i might do in the in the bye week break i might do a little bit of a state of the game kind of pod just my thoughts on it all i don't want to get into it too much now but um the game is adjudicated to kind of some to uh, uh, favor the the attacking player, um, and the, but the the thing is, we can do that too if we want to. You know, Charlie Dixon does get free kicks because he is manhandled and assaulted by opposition defenders, and we do get free kicks for Char. We need to figure, but the thing that you, these guys get the free kicks at Hawkins and your Cameron is because they are they find they they work their inside fifties and they they find their kicks and they place their kicks quite well. The midfielders and and guys coming inside fifty place the kicks. For the advantage of the Hawkins or Camerons in one-on-ones and to the point that a defender almost has to kind of make a contact here and there and then you're at the risk of um, from behind or something like that and they're at the risk of giving away the free kick. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so there is – we need to kind of start – you know, it's a dark arts thing. It's Every sport has it and I hope to see that, you know, a lot of the other umpiring issues do get avoided, but sometimes this, this attacking 50 stuff is stuff that's been in the game for a while now, the, the favouring of the of the forward. So we kind of need to find, and that's where we lost it in the th- third quarter, is we just didn't, weren't picking our targets well and we were asking the marshals and they were kind of being overkicked or they weren't really getting the lead, lead up or one-on-one situations that could, you could have a marshal use his size advantage um to to try and get an arm chop or something, get in front and have the opposition defender have the only chance, only choice of trying to make some contact or something like that. And it was either going to be Marshall marks the ball or he gives away a free kick kind of thing. That's kind of what Geelong, when they isolate the forwards like that and get and get the one on ones and get the space for the Hawkins and stuff to lead into. And even then, it wasn't even that they were getting the free kick; they were just leading into space and finding space. And their kicks were then their kicks were true, and they were getting the, and they were getting the shots on goal. So. It's just what happened. you're gonna never gonna win a match like that very well. Um, I really, um, I have to say the ruck was it's a pow pepper, and, and this is what's frustrating is in the second quarter we kind of were we we were really dominant in the the rucking. They they were confused because they they had um Stanley was a laid out, so um they they kind of rucked by committee with Blickarves and f- fucking whoever else. 
Um, so, you know, Hayes obviously was our, our standout right, but, but Power Pepper was really taken over. Power Pepper was using his strength, you know, he lacks the height, obviously, of his traditional right, but he has the strength to kind of battle and he was winning hit outs and there was, there was at one point they threw the ball in and it was just like, Sam's the only one who can get it because no one from Geelong nominated and he just grabbed it and, you know, handballed and kicked it out. Um, and we had this, this kind of domination in the ruck in that second quarter when we were in a good period that we just didn't really take it. You know, it would have been nice to see us continually take that advantage, but the, I think Geelong adjusted and and obviously we didn't take advantage of our, our moment in the sun there to get get further ahead. So hitouts for the match were forty to thirty six, but clearances again we got smashed there. Um, uh, you know, forty six to thirty five for the match. Center clearances ten to nine, but it was a stop, it was really around a stoppage in the contest that we were really just. Just belted there a plus ten in the stoppage clearances. So and yeah, the contested possessions was just unfortunate. Um, we had thirteen marks inside fifty for the match to so their five. Um, I've just gotten down to that stat, and that's actually what is, is astounding to me as I'm t- talking about um, yeah, marks inside fifty. But I actually remembering now that you know some of those free kick. I guess that was there was free kicks there as well, uh, which is what I was talking about. And then a couple of those were fucking outside outside fifty too. There was a um, Jeremy Cameron won and whatever. But yeah, the, the marks inside 50 have 13 and we kicked seven goals to the match. And that's just, and uh, uh, seven goals, five. It's not that we were missing. We were just, we did the thing. We started doing that thing where we take the marks, but then we we're like looking for, the, you know, looking for the secondary target and it just wasn't there. And it was just miss, just miss, just missing the, the kind of, the dangerous, coher- like the coherency we had the last few weeks just kind of, kind of went away. Um, I am actually surprised, just getting down to that, I'm just surprised by it. I'm just thinking maybe I should have watched the replay again, but I'm, I'm fucking COVID, man. Um, but um, yeah, it's just, again, it's just the efficiency, and that's where that efficiency inside 50 number again comes into play. Like We're just inefficient in what and our decision-making, when, whereas Geelong were um, incredible in that, in, that, in that sense, and that's what really won the match because 13 marks inside 50, we should be kicking a lot more than seven goals five. You can't even sit there and go, we kicked seven goals 15. We were just inaccurate because that would completely change the, the nature of how I review the match. But we kicked seven goals five. We just didn't get that much on goal. Um, I think whether we had one out in the full or two, it wasn't even that much of that stuff. It just we didn't have that much of the that much uh, pressure on the goal front, and that's that's an issue, especially when I see the stat that we took mark thirteen marks inside fifty. That's that's astounding to me. Um, so yeah, we're still we're still marking it. We. You know, we we mark the ball well and we move kind of move it, but we just don't have the incisive stuff against teams like this. You have Geelong set up well across the midfield and just and kind of have that high block on you, and they just don't. And so you kick around the back a little bit and try to get through them, and then and then it just doesn't happen. So, yeah, unfortunately, just a game that we. Uh, I'm I just I'm I'm knackered right now to talking for twenty minutes. Uh, before you end it here, but it's just one of those games that um, unfortunately we kind of got found out against a decent opposition at their home track. I will say this, it's a hard place to play. Um, it's different ground size and all that kind of stuff. But we have won down, we, have, we haven't won down there that often. But there is, and we've been competitive down there. We could have won the last time we were down there five years ago. And this game was in the balance at halftime. And um, unfortunately, we just didn't make the right. Like they made really good adjustments. They kind of, that, that ruck dominance we had in that second quarter period, kind of, we never really saw that again. Um, they kind of dealt with that confusion. And, and that's what that's what a good team does. And, and they then, as far as you know, they're a team that is gets a little bit of stick for being constantly old, and whether they should rebuild the traditional way. But they stay competitive and, and find their way. And you know, maybe and you know, a couple of years ago, it could have happened for them um, in that grand final if they hadn't had the Dusty Go Magic show, uh, which is what happens as well. But they were they were they were right there, and um, it's a good team. But it is a team that we have figured out at home a couple of times. You know, last year in that qualifying final was an incredible domination of that team. 
so there is a way to beat it. It's just we just didn't do the job well enough um, on Saturday, and and unfortunately, it was just a, a lot of the stuff that kind of it's it still makes me it's that distrust I have in the game plan as far as what we do against these kind of teams because it just didn't feel like we had much of a plan once to to get part like to get past them and through them and and there was a lot more trust in you could see there's a trust inherent in a lot of their on the end their team of in what they're doing even when it's going a little bit against them like it did in that second quarter they kind of stuck fat to what they were doing and just hoped to ride out what we were doing and and then they just and then we ran over the top in the second half so yeah it's um it's an unfortunate one but four and six we're still at you know we are a lot better position than the on five we were a few weeks ago obviously so um, we've got one more match before the break um, this week against Essendon at home. Um, I'll preview that in a couple of days. Um, probably I'll try to get that done uh, tomorrow night, actually. So Thursday night, um, Alberton Standard Time. I'll try to get the uh, preview done and uh, and talk about hopefully a match that will get us to five and six at the break. And, um, and, you know, still not in the best position, but a lot better than we were a few weeks ago. And at least gives us something to... Just, just try to strive for in the second half. We can get a few more bounces going right, and a few players, and a little bit more consistency in players staying fit. So, yeah, that was the preview. Um, yeah, uh, that was the preview. That was the review. Fuck COVID, man. Fuck COVID. Can't the pair. 